Welcome to the Social Complex Podcast, where we are diving into the complex impact and influence of social media on brands, brains, and the bigger picture of our modern world. Here's your host, Hillary Applegate. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Complex Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about how to use social media to improve your organization's recruitment efforts. I want to start at a macro level and talk about the realities of work in today's world and then drill into what that means for organizations, giving tangible tips on how your company can utilize social media to support your recruitment goals. Essentially, the old rule book on the do's and don'ts of the workplace are out the window. We are seeing an increasing amount of interest in flexible work, hybrid work, Ultimately, all of the effects that came after 2020 completely uprooted the way in which we operated. I remember in 2019, the idea of work from home was still so far away for a lot of companies. They couldn't really wrap their heads around how to become technologically, culturally savvy enough to have employees at different locations. And now that seems to be a improving trend. Some of those trends that we're seeing in the modern workplace include flexible work. So 58% of US workers are seeking opportunities that will allow them flexible hours as opposed to the traditional nine to five. We're also seeing that candidates are prioritizing compensation and benefits with job security becoming less important. That's showing us that really the now is what candidates are most impacted by. That also tracks with the trend of retention and length of employment with one organization becoming less and less. We're not seeing those longer stints of, you know, five, eight, 10 years as often as we are more of those two to three years. So job security does not seem to be as important um, and is actually losing prioritization with these candidates. We're also seeing that three in five respondents in a workable study say that employee disengagement is a major challenge in the workplace, which also fits in with the term quiet quitting that made its rounds in news cycles recently. It's essentially a term that refers to refusing to do more work than employees are being compensated for. Others have also coined the term, quote, acting your wage (laughs) and not really going above and beyond and constantly trying to burn out. I personally think that I don't really like that name. I don't really like that trend. Trend wise though, it makes sense. You are getting paid to do a job. You shouldn't have to constantly be overperforming in order to meet standards, you know? So that shouldn't be like the standard. However, if you are trying to move up in the workforce, if you're trying to get a promotion, if you are trying to better yourself, you're going to have to go above and beyond. You can't just chill. So quiet quitting is essentially just average workers performing at average rates. So take that with what you will. But it was making its rounds, especially on social media. So that shows you that we're seeing an issue around employee engagement. They are finding that they're not 
fully engaged in their work. They want to have more of that flexibility. So while all of it really is kind of making a lot of sense when you're looking at that big picture. Ultimately, the best recruitment strategy is to keep your great employees that you have. And the second best is to attract top talent. Given the trends that we're seeing today, and that we remain at a low 4.1% unemployment rate in the United States, it is still onus on companies that are needing to attract these new employees creatively. So how do they do it? I am no HR expert, so I can't give a full picture into what HR departments are running into. However, I can share what works on social media and offer hiring departments, HR teams, opportunities to think outside of the box when it comes to leveraging these digital platforms and social connections to ultimately improve their two strategic plays, which are retaining and attracting talent. So the social media platforms that we're primarily going to be alluding to here are those that are really great for recruiting talent and maintaining that connection. So those are LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. I'll also give bonus points to Facebook with their paid platform, but it does not rank in my top list. So let's get into it. Drilling down into that retention bucket, you've got your star employees. How do you keep them? The first on the list is embracing employee advocacy on social media. You want to give employees something to brag about with your company. Stories, moments, opportunities, clubs, <laughs> ping pong tables, not necessarily it. But you get what I mean. You're trying to really give employees something that they can talk about, brag about, and also encouraging them to brag about your company, your organization, and what you're doing. LinkedIn as a company actually does a phenomenal job of this. They encourage their employees to share micro moments of their work often. So they have a very high touch point onboarding. They have plenty of photo worthy moments. They've got a great office and they're constantly encouraging their employees to give their networks on LinkedIn a peek behind the curtain into what seems to be a really great company to work for. So not only is this great for attracting new applicants from their own followers and their own networks, it's also positive reinforcement that these employees are enjoying their workplace and it deepens that engagement with employees. Some pitfalls that I see when companies are attempting to do employee advocacy programs is a lack of trust in employees. So you not trusting them to go out and speak on behalf of the company. So you kind of just like pull in guidelines to the point where they're too strict and no one feels comfortable saying anything online without getting in trouble. <laughs> That's one area I see. I also see some companies that don't encourage employees to talk about what they do or where they're at on LinkedIn because they don't want employees to be poached, which again goes back to lack of trust. Reasons not to do that are one, you don't own your employees. They are there at their own free will. And unless you would die on the vine for them, you cannot expect them to die on the vine for you. And so that loyalty has to be reciprocated and respected both ways. At the end of the day, you're an organization. They are a human being, adult. They can make their own choices. And hindering them from that or demoting that actually is going to put a cloud of questionable 
energy, for lack of a better word, from your employees. So don't do that. But make sure that you do offer social media guidelines that are not too loose either. You don't want that, again, question in the air of, can I post this? Can I say this? You want it to be really clear about what you can and cannot say. So, you know, examples of that would be talking about private client information, company financials, anything that is confidential within the organization, anything that is not public knowledge already. Those are areas that obviously you don't want to talk about. If you can talk about any of your company culture events, any of the clubs that are there, anything that comes from recruitment, HR department, making it very clear for employees so they know where to play is really helpful. Also, a pitfall here is lack of example from leadership. If you have leadership that is not posting on their own social media channels or not actively engaging you know, on their LinkedIn, that can also be discouraging for your employees who don't see that example in front of them of what they can and can't do. So having leadership active on social media in a professional setting can be really important and very helpful. I also see issues of no support with relevant prompts of stories. So that looks like if you have a new service line that you are rolling out or a new product line that you're rolling out that you are going to be hiring for, that is a great opportunity to share with your employees the article, the resource, the blog post of what that rollout is and give them examples of what they could say. So use your employees as advocates for your company and for your new development so that they can go on their channels and share it. And while you may be an excellent wordsmith and you're like, I don't need anyone to tell me what to say, you have colleagues that definitely would love a little bit of help. So offer them two to three prompts of what they could say if they just wanted to copy and paste it, but they didn't really want to think about it too much. Those are ways that you can be really helpful about giving them content to share, encouraging it without pushing it, and essentially deepening that employee engagement. Another tip for retaining your top talent is giving them an awesome and clear referral plan. So making sure that you're offering employees an actionable referral program will encourage them to help you find your next hire. You want to make sure that they are out there promoting your company. Again, that you give them something to talk about. The more that they can promote and encourage their network to apply for roles within your company, the better off you're going to be, you will find top talent. Referred talent is also more likely to stay longer. So it's a great investment of your time to work within that network of existing employees. Some pitfalls that I do see from companies are unclear referral process. So how do you go about inputting a referral how do you go about verifying a referral and just making sure that it's very crystal clear about what that process looks like for both the employees that are going to be referring someone and also the person that is getting referred? How do they navigate that process? Another one is lack of messaging offered to employees who may need some help finding out how to craft a post. Again, that goes back to if you're not giving those relevant prompts to employees to help them share that message. They may even just stop when they get to posting a post because they are at a loss of words. They don't know how to phrase it. They don't know what to say. So giving employees, you know, even 
prompted inserts of what they could post on their social media channels. If they were going to be promoting a certain job or a certain role, those are really great ways to encourage some of your less word creative uh, colleagues to make sure that they're still getting it out to their networks. The third tip on retaining that talent in your organization is making sure that you're using social media to share your company culture. On your recruitment-friendly channels, again, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, it is helpful to share your company culture to give your employees content that they would love to share. Sure, it can feel like you're catering to your own employees sometimes rather than your customers, but there's a balance there that can really enhance the perception of your organization by sharing group activities, big wins, culture building moments, little things that make your workplace special. Having employee shout outs, highlights, all of that enhances the excitement around the company. And that continues to make it a place that your employees are proud to be a part of. So you want to make sure that you are sharing those moments of company culture and you are giving your employees opportunities to reshare and hype up the cool moments or the shareable moments of your company. Where some companies pitfall here is sometimes organizations will only post about culture or never about culture. Again, it's a balance and it's all about finding the right words, the right platform, and the right cadence. What works for a B2B company will probably be different for a B2C company. You'll have to have discernment and a very nice big picture agreement between marketing and HR to strike that fine balance. But when it's done right, it's a beautiful thing. You don't just want to hide your behind the scenes. You want to make sure that you are offering that light into what it's like to work with the company and giving your employees a spotlight on the feed. That's a great way to bring in the human element to share. You don't want to go too heavy into it because you don't want to lose your customer. But the balance, perfect when it's done well. Now let's talk about attracting talent. One of the most important factors when it comes to attracting talent and using social media to do so is making your values and culture crystal clear. What are they signing up for? When you're looking for a new job, when you're looking for a new opportunity, where's the first place you're going to look? Website, anything public facing, social media. This should be very easily understood from everything that is public facing on behalf of your organization, your website, your social media channels, your LinkedIn job descriptions, everything. Prospective employees should be able to fully understand your values and culture easily at that first glance. They also are going to be doing their due diligence in checking out your glass door. So make sure that you have up-to-date information and branding there in addition to ongoing monitoring and management of inbound reviews. 75% of active job seekers are likely to apply to a job if the employer actively manages its employer brand. So that tells you everything you need to know about the importance of staying on top of your channels. The second most important tip about attracting talent using social media 
is sharing jobs. This one feels obvious, but you'd be amazed at how many job descriptions are posted and not promoted. Be sure to give life to your job openings by sharing them on your social feeds for your company, relevant newsletters, even paid promotion targeting prospective clients. I mean, candidates, not clients. You know where my brain's at. But if you build it, they may not come. They need to know about it too. The pitfall here is that companies don't share their jobs. They just post them and hope everyone's going to show up. Make sure that you have a nice cadence with sharing jobs. You can also bundle your jobs of the week that are open. If you're a larger organization that has multiple openings, you can focus on posting roles in certain departments, certain specialties. You can use newsletters. You can get creative in a lot of different ways, but making sure that you are sharing jobs is really helpful. And another factor under the sharing jobs umbrella is groups. So if you are recruiting in a certain region, in a certain industry, Facebook, I'll give you a nod here. There are a handful of incredible Facebook groups of prospects that are in certain industries, in certain areas that are great for recruiters to look for candidates. So using Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups are a great way to help sift through some of that noise and share those jobs with those hyper-relevant audiences. And the third and final tip when it comes to attracting talent through digital media Make sure that your application process is digital and mobile friendly. 86% of job seekers use social in their search, and with nearly 80% of social users exclusively using their phone, it's more important than ever to prioritize a mobile experience. There is nothing worse than landing on a job application that feels like you are applying to a company that is from the Flintstone era. Reflect on how to make the application process as easy and effective as possible to encourage the right applications without losing potential candidates to a buggy or outdated application process. I know that you may be working in an organization that is thinking, well, we need this information. We need to go through this process. We need to do it this way because this is the way it's been done. People will apply if they really want the job. Not with a 4.1% unemployment rate. We are still in a very much employee-friendly market right now. And even if we weren't, make it better for the employees. It's all around going to be a better experience for everyone. You're going to be more engaging for them so that as the tides do change in the event that they do, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. But regardless, maintaining a positive, technologically savvy, forward-thinking company culture, regardless of what industry you're in, is bound to create a more fulfilling path for your employees, retain them longer, and ultimately attract better candidates. I hope this was really helpful for you to sit back, reflect, and think about how you can improve your organization's recruitment efforts and ultimately how you can stand out among the competition. If you have any questions, you know where to find us, www.yoursocialhq.com or at Your Social HQ on every social media platform out there. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Social Complex Podcast. Your support means the world to me. So if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, be sure to leave a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. We'll be releasing a new episode every Tuesday, bringing you various stories, 
deep dives and discussions around the complexities of social media in our modern world. To follow along for more, be sure to follow us at Your Social HQ on Instagram or check out Social HQ at www.yoursocialhq.com. I'm your host, Hillary Applegate, and I'll see you back here next week. Stay sane out there.